Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, Minnesota heavyweight Colton Warner returns to talk about his fight on the July 23rd top rank Rapids Boxing ESPN Plus fight at Grand Casino Hinkley. East Central Minnesota bragging rights will be on the line as Warner, 4-1 with three knockouts, faces fellow Pine City native Jimmy Barnes in a battle of the big guys. Warner also offers his take on some of the latest boxing news and other upcoming fights in Hinkley and beyond. I hope you enjoy the interview. Thank you for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Today we are joined with Colton Warner talking about the upcoming fights at uh, Grand Casino Hinkley from top rank. Uh, it's going to be broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. Colton will be for, uh, facing the fellow Minnesotan, uh, Jimmy Barnes, right? They call him Jimmy the Bull, I think, <laughs> over yeah. from uh, Front Street. Um, I've never met Jimmy in person, but I have friends with him on social media and he looks like he's training Colton. He looks like he's ready yeah. and, he, and he looks like he's giving you some playful, uh, jabs on, on Facebook and stuff too. So yeah. tell us about how this matchup came about, man. This is going to be a fun one, I think. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I mean, I grew up with Jimmy, so there's no bad blood to be honest. Um, I consider him like a, a friend and it this wasn't a fight that I thought would happen, to be honest. Like, there was, like, three other opponents that were mentioned to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, those are, like, great. You know, I might be able to get rounds in with them. And I said, let's make sure those happen because they're guys with, like, winning records. And I said, I'll give them a grand. Like, make it happen, an extra grand. Because mm-hmm. uh, I want to look good, obviously. Um, with it being, like, a top-ranked card and on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, but then Jimmy called me. I was actually in Vegas. I was sparring Michael Hunter because he was preparing to get ready for Huey Fury. Mm-hmm. And then I was sparring Johnny Rice as well. And I got to call it like 6 a.m. over there because of the time difference. And then a text from Jimmy because I didn't answer it. He's like, hey, call me quick. So I call him. And he's like, hey, I was talking to Corey. And I, I think he kind of like jokingly said that he'd fight me or something he's like well would you really and then he's like well yeah let me talk to him and then he called me and he's like i said yeah like there's it's nothing personal for me so like to me boxing's my sport just like if i played hockey like i used to or football or whatever so for me it's just a fight and uh it doesn't have to be personal just like in sparring like if you go i mean sparring should be hard so if you're sparring your friends i mean I don't care. Like, there's no issues with me trying hard. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like playfully said, I think I said that uh, I was practicing singing and that I was going to sing him a lullaby. <laughs> and he came, he came back with a good one. I knew he would uh, <laughs> because he's pretty good at that too. But uh, no, I, there's no bad blood for me. And it doesn't mean there's not going to be issues with me hitting them. Um, not that I like want to knock him out or hurt him or anything like that. I, I, I really don't, to be honest, but I think when you have two big, strong guys, I, I don't see how this fight would end in a knockout. Um, he's a very strong guy. I'm a very strong guy. And I mean, he, someone's going to get knocked out for sure. I don't think it's going to be me, but uh, I am excited for this fight just because there's that danger aspect, but, I know he fought on ESPN plus before and I think like the nerves kind of got to him. He didn't have a good outing. I know that like, if you saw him fight Danielle Williams, he looked really well and kind of poised. Um, so I'm just going to prepare. Like he's going to be like, when he fought Danielle, uh, I think maybe nerves got to him where he kind of tried to like run in and make, you know, act because when people are like a little bit scared or they're getting nerves, I feel like, you know, sometimes people think when guys are going hard at someone, they just keep, to me, that's like kind of nervous energy. 
for me, I'm really relaxed in there. And I mean, I'll be ready for either. If he comes, if he comes hard, just like Anthony Garrett did, he's just going to get knocked out sooner. Um, and if he, you know, is poised and working on boxing and making me think, then hopefully we'll get like more rounds in. Um, but if he kind of runs out like that, because his last two fights, he did get knocked out in the first round and he looked good in the, the last one, but then I think he wasn't in the best shape. So he kind of tired out, got hit with a good shot. Um, but yeah, I, I think we could either see a really fast knockout if he kind of has that nervous energy or if he comes and he's a little more poised, uh, hopefully we can get some rounds in and, you know, making a good account of ourselves and, Obviously, like Pine City, it's our hometown. It's right by Hinkley. I'd love for us both to look great and have a great show. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what he brings. But I know uh, I don't get the nerves, and I'm going to bring a good fight no matter what. So I'm just, you know, praying that he does the same so that we can look good um, and just give a, a, the fans a good fight. He's definitely been uh... – losing weight um i've been seeing him posting a lot of stuff you know he's been working out uh, a little bit with the guys from work jim um which is interesting to me because i don't know how that works i haven't like i said i haven't met jimmy in person i'm hoping we get to talk to him um before this fight um uh, the the comment that he made to you i'm looking at your instagram right now so you had said you were going to be back under the the lights and uh, you're practicing you're singing and you can't wait to sing him a lullaby and he said you're cracked back under the lights staring up at them from the canvas with me standing over you see you soon uh see you soon sweet cheeks and <laughs> gave you a little blow and kisses uh, yeah. i love the the friendly rivalry and i like how you put back like the hearts all around your head on like that <laughs> it's it's fun a little, yeah. little playful banter back and forth makes for fun fun fight um are you guys are both what's that no, I was just going to interject. So you guys are both from Pine City. Is that right, Colton? You, yeah, we're from Pine City. I've known him since we were kids. And we used to, so we, I lived on a farm and we had a perfectly squared deck that was like a boxing ring. And mm. we'd have a guys come over and we used to box like all day. We, did, we never did competitive boxing. I know he actually ended up doing like tough enoughs in high school and won some of those at the casino. Um, he's always been... A very a very tough guy and like a good puncher and like in the weight room he's one of the strongest guys i know um and i know some people were thinking oh like i don't know with, with the heavyweight division sometimes i feel like when you're like coming up uh people just look at people's bodies or things like that but it's it's not like a bodybuilding show and he has lost a lot of weight and he, i mean he looks great right now um but at the same time, like everyone's dangerous and I'm taking him as like, I, like I train for anybody, even if it's someone that I'm, I may think that I'm more talented than or something like that. I, I pretend like it's the biggest fight of my life. So it doesn't matter to me either way uh, who it is. And, but I, I am excited because like I said, our hometown's right next uh, to Hinkley um and i know that he's a competitive guy i'm competitive i don't want to lose at anything i don't care if it's like cards if it's pool um anything so it's going to be a good fight i just hope that he comes he's poised and that none of the nerves get to him or anything because i think that did happen um on espn plus last time and then i think that the last time i think he would have beat the guy but i don't know if he was in the best shape but i think he's like in the 260s now and uh i'm 270 right now so i'm a little heavier and um yeah i mean i'm i, I want to knock out every time so that's not changing just because we're friendly so yeah well they should they should build this as being for the heavyweight championship of pine city then and, yeah. they, you, know, <laughs> and you know they could uh yeah that'd be that'd be kind of fun uh but is this are you just Will this be the televised portion of the card, you know, or have you heard anything about that? I was told it was, but then I know they added, like, uh, I think his name is Guido Vianelli, who's the kind of a guy that they're really promoting hard. And mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was going to be, so I don't know. I think there's, like, four guys who are assigned to top rank, and they're having a – they're obviously on the card, and they're going to be on the tele, uh, televised portion. I was told that I was. I don't know if that changed. Um, for me, it doesn't – make i mean it'd be awesome to be on there but at the end of the day 
Um, I just want to keep winning fights and keep fighting often. And uh, if I am, that's that's a blessing. But if not, that's okay as well. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work either. If if uh, you know when they're on ESPN Plus, I'm not sure if like if um, sometimes you've seen it where they'll like with Showtime, for instance, they'll um, have on one channel they'll be broadcasting the uh, the prelims and then they go to the fight. And they've they've been doing that with MMA and stuff like that too. Where I'll yeah. see on pay per views, they'll do you know the prelims on regular tv or on a cable channel or something and then boom go to the pay-per-view uh, i'm kind of hoping that espn plus will show all these fights just because we've got some minnesota guys on there so even though they're in some of the like the four rounders and stuff like that it's um it's good exposure for them you know if all these fans that have espn plus which is a big deal um they'd get a lot of exposure that way but yeah, to your point, I'm not sure who's going to be on or not. You mentioned your previous opponent, Anthony Garrett, and it sounds like he's going to be in the house. Um, yeah. I thought I saw on his uh, Facebook that he said he's going to be there. He didn't mention who he's going to be fighting, but I'm yeah. kind of su surprised by that. I'm not. I'm pleasantly surprised, but after you knocked him out, he said kind of jokingly, "Think I'm going back to mixed martial arts or whatever after you, you know, you gave him a, a, a one-two. Uh, in the ring but um he was a really nice guy i enjoyed interviewing him the last time and getting to meet him in person um and you know he came to fight he lost but he came to fight so i'm yeah. looking forward to seeing him again yeah he, he's fighting cayman uh oh really i thought it was gonna be tommy matlin is he fighting cayman uh matlin got injured um, oh. he's fighting cayman. and i actually really like anthony as well i think he's a really nice guy and uh yeah, I mean, after the fight, like, I, I talked to him a bit. Like, we've talked on Instagram since then. Um, it's kind of funny how that works with boxing. I feel like you become, like, good friends after you share the ring. So, mm -hmm. um, awesome. And Cayman's an awesome guy. I talked to him quite a bit, too. So, um, yeah, I, I met mean, him briefly at that all-Indigenous tournament. He was uh, yeah. working the counter up there at the Meshaquad Center, and he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, and I don't know him super well but i started talking to him i think two fights ago when we we're like in the fighter meeting or right before it and like he just seemed like a good dude and we just started talking like right before this fight so i don't know him well but he seems like a great guy and um anthony does as well so i'm excited i don't think i'll be able to watch that fight because i'm sure we're like you know we're the least experienced guys we'd probably be like one and two you know our fights so uh after i hope i can somehow watch that too because uh came in i mean i saw him fight once and that was against denny's reyes and that was a battle man that was a Holy battle. Cow. and he was like very explosive and exciting i thought um and then yeah. it was a, a big strong guy and I mean, he just won a he just won a kickboxing tournament. I think he went two and zero in that. So I mean, oh nice. I mean, he's he's like six six two seventy five. So that's a big that's a, that's gonna be a fun fight to watch. I think. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Dennis. Dennis is gonna be on the card too, so that'll be cool. Yeah, he fights uh, the Anthony Morales or something. I think his name is, and then uh, obviously I'm excited for the main event, and then Tony Woods. I mean, I, I always like watching him. He's a good guy. Um, and he comes to fight every time, but the biggest thing is that I'm just hoping that me and Jimmy can make it a good fight because I don't want like a quick knockout. I want to be able to get, uh, I want to be able to show my ability in front of the ESPN top rank. And you do that by obviously fighting and not just getting it over with quick. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a catch-22. You get a guy out of there, on the one hand, you're thinking, well, I did my job, I got him out of there quick. But um, like you said, when, when the big guys are in the room, um, you don't want them thinking like, ah, oh, we're in like some small town and like that guy yeah. wasn't that good. And then they're not going to remember you. You want to be like, no, yeah. the more rounds you get, the more they can see you actually setting up combinations and doing the work and, you know, yeah. you're actually if you take a good shot, stuff like that. Yeah, and as a pro, I haven't been able to show really any of my ability, I think. I mean, you might see, like, speed or power, but it's, like, I want to show how well-rounded I am. So I really wanted 
Uh, I wanted that last fight. The, the guy that we actually originally tried to fight was six, four, and one. My last fight, so a bit more experience. I think he'd done like some six and eight rounders. Um, and he actually said no, but he has the same manager as Garrett. And Garrett said, I want the fight. So he came out to me. Um, Jimmy, same thing. That wasn't who I was looking, we were looking at. I wanted, I, and after this fight, I do want guys who are like more experienced than me because this will be my sixth fight. Uh, be my yeah. So I will be yeah. I'm four. So I'll be five and one after this fight, and then after that, I want guys where I mean I'd like to start doing, and it's hard because I'd like to do like a six round fight. I say, but I haven't went four rounds except one time. Right, it was more so I had a hand injury and I wasn't even throwing hard. It was just to win the fight. Um, yeah, and I mean Jimmy, I hope we can go rounds and all that, and obviously you want to get like a knockout. I don't like, I'm not the type where I'm going to force a knockout. Like I'm okay with beating Jimmy on points and I would never want him to be hurt or to be badly KO'd and stuff like that. Cause I do, uh, he is my friend, but I just, again, like we're very competitive. There's not going to be me holding back on shots. He's not going to hold back on shots. So I know that he can knock me out. I can knock him out. And I think it's an exciting fight. I just hope that um, he's prepared well and you know, doesn't um, that yeah? This that he comes at his best because I know I'm going to. So I want it to be a good fight. You mentioned you're both from Pine City, and uh, I mentioned briefly uh, for those of the listeners who don't know. So I mentioned Jimmy's in uh, you know the Front Street Training Center um, in Walker, um, and that that facility is pretty awesome. And have you been out to that facility? Um, you know, when, you know, since, you know, Jimmy, um, uh, just to either visit the gym or to do sparring or anything like that, I you actually know, typically in, you know, a top team and stuff, but yeah, I haven't sparred Jimmy in probably two years. Um, when he made, when he made that gym, I did want to go up, but it's so far. I mean, I'm in Chaska. I mean, it's like three hours, I think to go get there. Um, I've wanted to go, but like with the kids and I, like, I have a pretty busy life outside of boxing. So it's like, as the kids get older, I think I'm like the taxi driver. And uh, then I have like a little three-year-old son. So they keep me busy. And it's kind of hard to be gone like all day or like overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's one of the things I want to talk to Jimmy about. You mentioned the distance because with him doing that gym and the distance that is away from the twin cities, like I said, I'd seen that he'd been at work you know, working out at the work gym. And, um, I was thinking, how the heck are you doing that? You know, if you're, if you got the gym out there in Walker, so I figure he must be coming into town, staying for little, uh, periods or something, or I don't know, maybe he's making long haul drives every week. I don't know. No, he does long haul drives. Um, but he lives in Pine city, I believe. And then he goes to Barnum. I think the gym's in, which is like, Oh, I, sorry. I said Walker, but you're correct. Yes. like 45 minutes north and then i think works probably like an hour and a half south so and he's driving regardless pretty far um but yeah i see i mean he looks i see them doing like you know like maurice and uh delico like they have like really good conditioning type workouts and stuff and i really like those guys so i think he's going to be in good shape which is awesome um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how he does that. I think he does do like a drive a day to either one. So that, that is a pretty far drive. Um, but yeah, and I think, I don't know if like who else is in his corner, if it's just Delico or if he's got like, I know he used to work with Mark Gold, who's one of his buddies kind of up North. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I just, all I want is a good fight and it does look like he's taking it really serious and he's gotten in good shape. Cause I think he was like, I want to say like two ninety something his last fight. This one, I think he's in the two sixties. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I think he'll probably have better conditioning. Obviously it's easier when you have 30 pounds less. And then obviously that aspect of two powerful punchers. And then, I mean, I just hope he makes me think a little, so it's not like a quick, you know what I mean? I, it's kind of unfortunate like it's cool to get knockouts but at the same time it's cool to like get rounds and I want to continue to get better and I was the guy I only had like six amateur fights so for me this experience is crucial as well um 
that's why i mean i'm sparring like luckily i've made good connections in boxing i've been able to spar like the top guys really in the heavyweight division i've sparred tyson fury jared anderson michael hunter johnny rice ivan ditchko christian dunn um really good guys so i've gained a lot of experience um i've been able to luckily compete at the high level and to me i feel like i could do i mean honestly i could do i could do a 12 round fight i mean I can go rounds for all, all day. I train nonstop. So for me, uh, like a four round fight, I think like I could do in my sleep and not that I like, not taking it serious. I am, but, um, I need to get rounds. I think that's important for any fighter. So, um, obviously Since the last time we saw you, uh, um, did you do any trips? I know like, cause before the, the last fights that were down at Canterbury, uh, for the ignite show, um, I think you had gone, on one trip out um, where um, maybe it was Vegas, where I think you had gone to Capitillo's gym or something. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I know you said you had sparred, you know, with like Nico Ali Walsh and guys like that. Um, but have since the last Canterbury show, have you done any trips out sparring anyone or have you brought anyone in? Yeah, I was out two weeks um, in Vegas and then I sparred. So I was talking to Johnny Rice, uh, who he just had two big fight, uh, wins over Mike Coffey. Mm-hmm. and when i was going to vegas we kind of set something up and he's like oh i'm gonna be sparring michael and he talked to michael's manager and i already knew michael uh but i had never sparred him and he said oh we're gonna be sparring monday wednesdays fridays and it was just me him and johnny and then i think mike sparred uh joe joyce yeah he did and then uh yeah it was really good because i got good rounds with michael and he's one of the slicker heavyweights i think he's like a top five heavyweight but he was getting prepared for Huey Fury, and then they uh, that fight got postponed. And um, I got good rounds with Johnny, who's Johnny's like six six, two hundred eighty pounds. And then Michael, you know, he's so I, I got good looks of one guy who's big and strong. And Johnny's a good boxer too. Um, but then Michael is a little bit smaller and slick, um, crafty, and it was just valuable uh, valuable sparring, and it was really good work. And I mean, when you spar with guys like that, uh, not to be, just to be honest, like it's pretty hard to like get nervous for a guy like Jimmy or any, um, anyone back home, because it's like, uh, even with those guys, I don't get nervous. It's just, it's fun. It's a sport for me. Boxing is just a sport. Like I, I'm happy with or without it. I have, um, a beautiful family, and I'm content. I don't need it. It's, I do it because I love it. Um, so it's not like if I, if I was getting like anxiety or, you know, some people I think maybe they do it for the wrong reasons. I wouldn't do it. Um, because I feel like life's short. So I'm, I'm doing this cause I'm happy and I like it. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, I'm fully confident and that work is so beneficial because when you push yourself against the best guys, like when you, get to the fight the fight feels easy and you're you know that you didn't cheat it and you're you know you're overly prepared johnny rice is pretty impressive guy i watched both of those fights with mike coffee and i came i was very impressed the first fight you thought well maybe that was a fluke but then he proved in the rematch it wasn't a fluke at all that guy knows how to box yeah, and I believe he was a pretty successful basketball player back in the day. He, he's an he's an athletic guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think he, when I was talking to him, I think he's going to get back down, like in the two sixties. But he was pretty heavy. Um, but yeah, if you see him in person, I mean, he's so tall and he's got like, I mean, he's a big dude. He's got big, yeah. thick arms, long arms, and he's yeah, he's a specimen and. I mean, I hope that he gets a good fight soon. I don't think he has anything planned, but he is a guy that you can't sleep on because, I mean, he's had tough fights. Like, he's fought FA. I think they went 12 or however many rounds that went to the distance. Um, but, yeah, it was it was great work, and he's a great guy. So so what are your, your uh, thoughts about your buddies awesome. and the Furies not being able to come back to America for who knows how long? Man, that sucks. <laughs> That stinks big time. I know. I mean, I think they're, I mean, yeah, it does stink because I think they're trying to put pressure to get that uh, Daniel, I think his name is Daniel, uh, 
the M2K guy. They're trying yeah, to get I, it's MTK something. I can't think of his name either, but yeah, I think anyone yeah. basically who's got any association with them, they're they're basically blacklisting them from coming into the US, which sucks because yeah. a lot of a lot of good fighters. Well, and with like Tommy, I mean that's you know, Tyson, I think he's doing like a little tour over there in the UK, so it's probably fine for him. But I, I feel for Tommy. And I know some people like I think Jake Paul said that he could have done something to make it happen, but I, I, don't, I don't know if there was anything he could have done. It's probably not. I wouldn't think. I don't think they'd be like, okay, just because I don't know. But it, I think it, either way, it's unfortunate. I have a hard time believing that Tommy wouldn't want. I think it was like two or three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And well, I, and then the the deal that Jake Paul tried to throw out. Uh, I mean, it's he's it was super. It's beyond insulting. But when he said like, yeah, I won't even train basically, and after I fight Rockman, then I'll fight you. But he he's going to give him like nothing. You know, in not it's not nothing i mean for like a state level fight it's insane money you know like half a million bucks but um the five hundred thousand for for that level of a fight is is insulting well, <laughs> you know well, jake paul makes crazy money so i think yeah, he'll make more than that in like one of his endorsements you know yeah well yeah that's like nothing him but i think that i'm not sure like how big that fight is in the uk because i think he was saying it'd be five hundred thousand in the uk I'm not sure that that would like sell like it would here because Jake Paul's the selling point. I mean, it's like all these yeah. kids, my buddy went to the fight when they fought in Miami. He said, dude, this was, it was actually Christian Thun. He said, I said, how was it? He said, it was actually really cool. He said, it was very, uh, as far as like the atmosphere, he said, it was really weird. It was like all young, younger kids. And like, you know what I mean? Cause I, yeah, so- my nephews are, are, I think, I don't know if they were fans of his, but they follow him. You know, like yeah. when he started to have his other fights and stuff I, on Instagram, I can see that my nephews, when they like certain posts, you know, which every once in a while, like they don't normally like boxing stuff and I'll see a boxing post and then it'll show you like some people who liked it. And I'll notice one of the names. I'm like, oh, my nephew liked that. And uh, I'm like, yeah. That's kind of funny. And I'm like, they like to, you know, and not to say that they're Jake Paul fans, but I think there is uh, attention, you know, for like you said, from that younger generation, they're, they're paying attention. I, I, I think it's. Not that I'm like a Jake Paul fan, but I do like to watch what he's doing, to be honest, because um, I think he has dedicated his life to boxing. And I know guys that he's sparred and he has sparred like legit guys. And he, to me, that when guys are willing to put the work in, I think some people talk, but then they're not like they've never worked with like a good guy. Jake Paul, he's sparred a lot of good guys. So he's like, that's i give him respect for that and um i mean he this fight that he's taken to me is more dangerous than tommy um just i know he's not yeah i think it is big time but he's a bigger guy and he comes from a like he's legit like really boxed tommy i guess he's been around in the boxing family obviously he's been around his whole life i don't know like his amateur back. I don't know anything really about Tommy before like his professional career. I know that Raman, obviously his dad, he's grown up around it. He had an amateur career. I think like a decent amount of fights and he's a heavyweight. Everyone Jake Paul's fought up until this point has actually been like a, a smaller guy. Like those, the NBA guy was like really little. And um, the UFC guys were actually guys from like lighter divisions who were, yeah, Tyrone Woodley's like jacked up, but he's like a shorter dude. Yeah. Paul brothers are pretty big guys. Like they're probably closer to like my size than they are to those guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite a bit heavier, probably. They're probably like 220 and then they cut down. But um, I mean, they're pretty big dudes. So this is like for me, this fight is very interesting. And I'm actually kind of excited because it's like if he wins, then I'm like, I mean, honestly, for me, that would be like, okay, wow, good for you. That's like because to be honest with boxing, it's like you don't always get like I know people talk about his competition, but early on in boxing, it's different from other sports. Like you don't always have the toughest fights. Yeah. And so what he's done is whatever. But I'm glad that he's fighting the guy his size. And uh, to me, that's interesting. Like, what's that going to look like? Is he going to have power? Because I don't care what anyone says when you go from like a guy who fought at like 170, say they're even like 180, 185 up to, then you go to like 200, 250. It's like a 200 pound man hits a lot harder 
and can take shots a lot better. Then you go like the heavyweight division, which which is interesting, is like it starts at two hundred one. There's no limit, and when you like box a heavy dude, like the power, like once you get like two forty and up, the power is much different, and the shot, like honestly, guys who are like two twenty and stuff, when I inspired them, they feel like kits. Like honestly, I feel like it's like. So they're like way it's real. I know that people want to say with like boxing or martial arts that that the it doesn't matter in size. It does matter. It's just like if the skill, you know, if someone's like way better and they're smaller, like yeah, that maybe it's not going to come into play as much. But this should well, be like what is that adage? It always says like you know a good a good big man will always beat a good little man. Um, yeah, you know, it was saying that if everything was equal, you know. Um, you know, when they talk about pound for pound, whatever it was, if it was just yeah. skill, like if you were the same skill level, you're going to go with the heavier guy. You know, yeah. if, if you're 160 and the other guy's 200 pounds, but you're both the same skill level, the guy with 200 pounds is probably going to win. Yeah. He's going to be able to man- manipulate you around, tire you out more. Like you said, the harder yeah. shots. Yeah. I mean, guys punch much harder when you're like getting up. Cause to me, honestly, you shouldn't even be a heavyweight these days unless you're at least like 245. Well, because. Plus- if There's someone's the, losing weight to make, you know, those lower weights too, then that, you know, you take into fact that they don't have as much fluid around their brain, possibly, you, oh, know, you know, thankfully it's safer nowadays than it was in the past. Well, to a certain degree, you know, the, the weigh-ins the day before is supposed to help with that, you know, yeah. so that you, you don't have uh, to make weight the same day and then go into a fight without that fluid to protect your brain. But yeah. it's, it's actually had some, uh, adverse effects, I think, where people swing back the other way, you know, and then have too much weight. So it's created a different problem. But well, the thing bit about heavyweight too is like, yeah, the power goes up. Um, but you're not going to see heavyweights landing heavy shots all night and a guy not going down usually. Like if you're landing real shots, like flush shots, someone's mm-hmm. getting up as a heavyweight. Um, whereas like the lower divisions, you see guys like honestly from like the obviously the very low divisions all the way up to even like light heavyweight sometimes unless you're like better be like that guy's like on another level he's like a heavyweight at light heavyweight Mm -hmm. um you'll see them like land good shots all night like i'm honestly like say like canelo when he got fought uh bivol like he got hit with good shots all night bivol's a strong guy but it's just different like to me when they're cutting weight it's so dangerous. Like we get hit and we're probably going to go all like, if you get hit good as a heavyweight, those guys continue to get hit all night. And they, de- they were just dehydrated like 24 hours ago. Mm. And it's, like scary because that flu in your brain, it's what protects your brain from hitting the uh, walls of your skull. So I think that, I mean, I wish guys honestly like wouldn't cut weight because I think it's so dangerous. And a lot of the deaths that have happened in boxing where guys are slipping to comas, it's usually the lower weights because yeah. what it really is, is like, yeah, maybe they're not as powerful and they're not knocking them out, but their brain's getting hit all night and it's continuing to shake. So the damage is, I think, a lot worse, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they've yeah. used the analogy where like someone who uh, basically who gets knocked cold right away, um, they could get knocked out like that um, in multiple fights and not suffer you know like uh like how ali did with you know like an als or something but the guys who are in the wars right where they're trading blows back and forth and taking shots and taking the punishment um they're the ones who might be you know walking on their heels you know when it's all said and done and yeah talking through the marbles (laughs) you know yeah well and the thing with like ufc the thing that's good about that is you see guys get hit by a good shot they go down and then they almost jump to hit them again and then it's just over that that initial blow that hurts somebody that's what initiates it but then after that if you continue to take damage that's where long the long lasting damage occurs like if i'm just got my head scrambled and then a boxing they get up and you know i can just stand still and like walk two feet and then rub my hands and they think i'm like decent enough they could let me go again and you know, God willing, I can like recover and like hug or move for a little bit. But if you don't, all those shots that you're taking at that point are, I mean, very bad for your head. So, yeah. And I just feel like you can continue to kind of in those lower classes with the weight cut, it's just so dangerous. So, 
um i do feel like it's like i think guys are cutting weight better now like they get in like better shape where you would see guys like like cut so much weight that like honestly even like mcgregor in the ufc like when you'd see him early on in the career i don't know how guys do it but he looked like a skeleton the next night he's like blowing up but that's not a time for your body to actually be recovered so yeah you see the guys sometimes at the weigh-ins where the moment literally the moment they walk off the, the scale and they uh have made weight they're drinking like pedialyte or something like <laughs> they're immediately ingesting like you know hydrating and rehydrating and getting the fluids back in because yeah. it's like they really cut weight but it's crazy because you see like how desperate they are like start getting in yep and i'm thinking like honestly if i wasn't a heavyweight i wouldn't be a boxer because i <laughs> there's no way i'd live like that and like mm-hmm myself or I well, when i saw you up at hinkley uh for those fights it was funny because i know we were joking around about it you're like i'm gonna be eating cheeseburgers whatever and that's where i found you you were eating with your family and i was like it was refreshing i'm like wow a fighter and he's not worried about what he's eating like before the fight no. this is cool no, I, don't watch, <laughs> I don't watch what i eat at all so i just i don't know I, I like i like food too much so i wouldn't give that up um we were talking. We were talking to Tim Taggart about that too, when he moved up to heavyweight. It was really because he didn't have to worry so much about cutting weight, and you know, I, I think it's, you know, he's looked pretty good in the in the couple fights at heavyweight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know. you know who else? Uh, Brian, you can maybe refresh my memory on if if this fight already happened. If I if I missed it, I apologize. Um, the Alex Satrowski. So he fought on that uh, Canterbury card the last time too. He fights out of Valhalla combat. Uh, we interviewed him before that show. And, um, you know, he had lost a hundred pounds, you know, he went on a weight loss journey and the guy's in insanely good shape now. And, yeah. um, and, you know, kudos to him, but he was saying he had lost. I want to say, I thought in my head, I'm trying to remember now. I think he fought Gavin. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. I think he fought Gavin and uh, he was saying that if he fought, fought him again, he'd want to go up and wait. And I don't think Gavin wants to, I think he's comfortable with the weight he's at, but I'm just curious if we're going to see him again, because I think he said he was fighting down in Iowa when we saw him at that uh, Rogers show. uh, And if you recall, and I lost track of that and I don't remember if that fight actually happened or not, but he's, he's one of those guys where I'm, I'm curious if that um, ability, like we're talking about cutting weight and if he's like acknowledged that that was too tough for him to like continue to fight at 160, if he moves up to like 168 mm-hmm. and if he's going to see that improvement, you know, and just how he feels and not having to cut. Yeah. It seems like some guys have it down to a science. Um, but then I feel like there's like nights where all of a sudden it hits guys. Like they don't even know that it's going to happen, but like they can't make that weight. Mm-hmm. Like to me, so food is like fuel to your body. So anytime you starve yourself or you're not eating a lot, you're in a calorie deficit, drinking water to me, like I, and again, I didn't grow up boxing um, in like lower divisions. I didn't grow up doing wrestling. I don't know like how you feel after doing that, but I know that if I don't eat a lot for a day or like don't drink a lot of water. Like I don't feel great. So I, I can't imagine that that's even always the best way to go because your performance to me, uh, just logically thinking, I would think that it would be down. Um, I understand like cutting weight if it's like maybe like 10 pounds, but some, I mean, I don't know, but guys do it and then obviously they're successful. But um, mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is just making sure. Cause like for me, our health should be the most important. So it's like, what's that doing to your body? What's that doing to your brain? You know what I mean? So assuming uh, you come out victorious uh, on this upcoming show, um, what's, what's going to be next? You, you you mentioned that you want to try and step that competition level up. You know, you said you were, you were trying to hunt down some guys who had some better records and you're trying to offer them some more money to entice them to come in to fight you um obviously like you you said you had like three people that you were kind of chasing um is is a plan to resume the chase of those three guys or or is it just keep move on if they didn't want to fight and go find some other guys that have good records or are you going to have to branch out and go out of state or which obviously we hope not because we enjoy watching you fight but um you know if you have to do it you have to do it right 
Yeah, I've had people contact me about like fighting in California, and then one guy was like wanting me to like come come to Mexico. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I the thing is, what I'm realizing is like I'm not signed to anybody. I'm not signed to like some big promotional company, and I think I'm learning that like to get fights that you want, it's not like people want money. Like people don't want to risk. Um, honestly, like fighting's risky, and I, I know that it's easy to like criticize from the outside. And but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you're like as a heavyweight, we're a lot of us are like 250 pounds and up with tiny gloves on. Our fists are going right through, and it's very dangerous. So I feel like if the money's not right to somebody, it is a big health. Like they're scared. Um, mm-hmm. What you know, people want to say, oh, fighters, whatever. They're still going to think about their health and they need something uh, to make it worth it. And it's not easy to get people to fight. Like if they, you know, think they're not, I mean, people are going to be honest with themselves. Like some people are desperate for it. They'll take a fight. Um, Some people may think, well, this guy's obviously better than me. I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? It's not easy to get fights that you may want um i mean just like the last guy i thought well, why wouldn't he he's had 11 fights i'm four and one there are three uh three and one at the time that's not even a you know obviously it was a no contest but even like that one loss to me that looks like why wouldn't you take it you got more experience than me your big guy is like six five um but yeah i'm just learning that it's not easy to always get what you want and um i'm not gonna like wait around to get like someone who I think is experienced enough that could maybe take me around. I'm just going to fight. So I don't care who that is. Um, that's why with Jimmy, if no one else was going to step up, kudos to him for stepping up. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. And just like, just like I said before, it doesn't matter. He's my friend. He's going to get hit by a lot of hard shots and it's going to be often. So hopefully he's ready. And I hope that his, you know, everyone at work, Jim's helped him prepare to his best of his ability and that we can just put on a good show and look good for everybody. You know what I mean? Because the last thing I want is a quick knockout. Um, but if he comes out like he did his last two fights, he's going to get knocked out within probably a minute and a half. So we'll see. But um, yeah, you yeah. mentioned you're not signed to anybody, but uh, I know, you know, you're sporting your hero shirt. Um, and we talked to you before about the, the, the gym, what's, how's the progress on that going? So that, yeah, that gym, we haven't talked about that. So those, the partners split up for that. Oh no. So that was not obviously like the so best. Bailed, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, that's fine for me because I honestly love top team. It's a great, it's a great facility. So for me, uh, that was more, it would have been nice to have for sure. So is hero still uh, your sponsor then I see him on your shirt there or. Yeah. Uh, or I should ask just in general, you know, you, in each fight, you know, you throw out your post for who wants to throw some uh, yeah. sponsorships on your trunks. Do you have any sponsors you want to throw plugs to right now that have, or, or are you still, yeah. uh, are uh, you no, still fishing for no, sponsors? No, I got them all. I have uh reduced fee mortgage. Um, oh my God. I almost got to look at the pictures. I should remember all of them, but uh, let me see. Yeah, I'm I'm putting them on the spot sponsors here. Uh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make them read it. (laughs) I got a lot for this fight. Can you guys still see me? Uh yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, good. I'm gonna pull it up. Um just because I don't want to miss anybody. Um I have units storage, uh SEMD, which is search engines MD, premier outdoor services um hybrid training which is uh human uh it's called hybrid human performance training um and i got the bail bonds doctor um i got boundless home and local services camp digital and i got my cousin's company which is actually is pretty i don't know if you guys i mean probably not i went to know unless it was them but it's called heaven it seems like glass custom bags and uh some like big time celebrities have been sporting them. It's like uh, like the Kardashians and stuff. Really? Yeah. So it's like just so that's yeah. She's a she's a model. Um, her and her boyfriend they both are, and they live in New York. 
and that's kind of taken off. So yeah, we got a lot of sponsors for this fight. And, um, and as far as hero, that company, like those two split. So I'm kind of working with the other guy because I mean, one of them is no longer a part. Um, but as far as like the gym there, that's not there. And, um, I know there's talks of still finding a building because we have a ring and bags and all that. So place. Um, but for me, top team, I mean, top team, it looks like it's an amazing facility and yeah, it's, I see it's, lots of, uh, you know, with the, from the Mexifino gloves, uh, guy, you know, that, that works out of there from Gavin to, yeah. you know, um, I, I don't know. Like I messaged them a while ago um, about going down there and checking it out. Yeah. Um, and they were really nice. And they were like, yeah, just let us know when. Yeah, yeah. And um, the more Brian and I thought about it, we were thinking, man, it'd be kind of cool to get you and Gavin in there at the same time, you know, since we know you both and uh, to go in there, whether you're working out or not, you know, just go in and just check it out as a, a group kind of. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to try and set that up sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I love it there because obviously so like Roy Dunlap's one of the guys who trains me uh, my dad's always with me and then uh, my brother helps out and uh, Jesse like the Mexifino guy he's been helping me with mitts for this fight um, then my buddy Nico Walsh like I, I just work with everybody my dad does like noodles and paddles and um, yeah how's but, your brother's uh, progression coming I talked to him a little bit uh at the last Canterbury show when we were kind of peering from the curtain, you know, in the back area. And we were, we were watching, uh, um, some of the chaos that happened, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, he seems like he's a nice guy. Um, I, I got, I'm glad I got to say hello to him. Um, yeah. I know he was training to start boxing too. How's that going? Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Uh, boxing. I mean, it's going well, but he, so he, he actually got a nice offer from hockey. Really? So he talked with his wife and it was uh, just kind of something that they took. So he's leaving in like 30 days to France. Wow. Because he got called kind of out of the blue and he started getting calls at the end of last season for some teams to come in and make some good money actually just for like playoffs. And hmm. uh, they need a bruiser, huh? Yeah. I mean, he, 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 <laughs> he, 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 or what are the, sorry, they call it an enforcer in hockey, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he can play it too. He's not just a fighter, and um, it's it's kind of like no. He looked athletic as hell. I mean, he looks yeah. like you. You know, like I told you when I saw him the first time at Canterbury, I thought he was you because he had a shaved yeah. head. Second I mean, time, I, I didn't make the mistake. I could tell the yeah. difference. I mean, he's yeah, he's honestly one of the most athletic guys. I'm not just saying that because my brother has always been like that. Like, like football, cross, baseball, wrestling, uh, hockey. He was always very. Like yeah, very, for fans who might not know, Colton's brother played for the Wild, huh? And uh, yeah. now you, you're saying he's going to go over to France. And so is that like a, a different different kind of pro league over there? Or Yeah, yeah. there was He actually got contacted about another league as well. Uh, one of the teams would have been, I think it was in Italy. And he just, I think him and his wife talking about it. Like, they don't have kids yet. He's young. He's like mid-20s. She is as well. I think they thought it was like such a cool experience because i think they mm -hmm. cover like his living and um then right. obviously pay him so it's like they're they own a home here they can pay it that and then not have to pay for the bills there so and then obviously wow. get paid as well so i think for him it was like not just the hockey it's the experience, experience. yeah because we actually had a long talk about it and i said Honestly, I like if I didn't have kids, I would do it because <laughs> you guys are young. You guys, uh, you know, you've been married like a year now. They just had their anniversary, and I said honestly, like, what a cool experience! Not a lot of people get to do that. You get to go six months. I think they only play like forty games, so it's like half the amount of games they can maybe you know you can take like a the uh, bullet but. Uh, train and go to italy in like two hours you can you know go to these places which is really cool so uh, yeah, that'll I be an experience for sure That's yeah fun. i said boxing i mean you can come back i just turned pro at i mean what was that like 29 i said like heavyweight's different than the lower divisions like we man it'd be cool if you're uh i mean it'd be expensive but 
how cool would that be if your family got to go watch them play a game over there, even if it was just once, you know, yeah. like, wow, we got to go see them play in France. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife and I are going to go visit them. So I got to figure out when that is. Cause I'd like to have this fight and then try to get one, like maybe right after and maybe head out there just like, cause it's, I'd like to go when it's still like a bit warm. And then like, I told my wife, we should go to like Italy and stuff. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've really, I've never been, the only place I've been is Cabo and that was like for my anniversary. And then my wife and I went after my last fight, but I've always wanted to go to Europe. So like for him, I was, I said, you got to take that. Cause this is, um, it's not even about the sport. It's about like, to me, life experiences. And like, that is something that I thought would just be so cool as like a young man and your wife to be able to do that together. And, um, yeah, I think it's like a bit of an opportunity to pass up. Absolutely. I was looking forward to seeing him fight, but at the same time, I agree, man. What an amazing opportunity that is. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, you're going to be gone six months. If you want to fight when you get back. And start oh, yeah, fighting, for sure. That's fine. Like, we, we're not guys. He's, dead, he's like, young, right? So Yeah, and he's, I mean, we don't like cheat boxing. Like, we're hard workers. So it doesn't matter, like, what sport or what our occupation is. Like, I know that he can be good at boxing if he wants to but if not i mean at the end of the day i mean even if he wanted to keep playing hockey i mean whatever he wants is fine and this was just something where i was like dude it's a no-brainer like do that come back in six months you can start training with me and then we can fight or you can just go play hockey and you're up again next year whatever you want so there's no um he, he kind of wanted to see what i thought but to me you gotta enjoy life and if you get good at, uh, options like that i mean i think a lot of people would love to do that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i only know yeah. one person i went to high school with who did that i bumped into him years later and i was like where have you been he's like yeah. hey, you're up playing hockey and i was like no way that's yeah. <laughs> must be nice yeah I i'm gonna have to sign off unfortunately as i have to get my son to his baseball game oh no worries they have oh, to. we've talked to your off i think it's about time to say goodbye <laughs> yeah. anyway thank you colton for uh yeah. for joining us Absolutely. Nice talking to you guys as always. And if you guys can, even like next week, I mean, you don't have to, or this week, you guys should come one of these days or even after this fight, watch me train and just hang out yeah. after or something. Absolutely. But, yeah. Let's message each other on Facebook and figure it out. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Colton. Uh, talk to you guys. Bye.